This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. So there's a place in Florida, it's called The Villages. It's like a big community uh, where people move in their twilight years. Sure. Like a retirement community kind of yeah. thing? Yeah. You know, if you're a golden bachelor or a golden bachelorette, you might want to live out the rest of your life down there. Okay. Have some fun. There was actually a documentary that was uh, made about The Villages a couple of years ago. Here's a little clip from the trailer. Let's see if I got it here. Having issues with the computer. Give me a second. <laughs> I Speaking feel of like, old retired yeah, people. Like put in the retirement home. What do I press again, uh-huh. son? <laughs> the villages is like being on vacation every day. The Disney World for retirees. It is like going off to college. You come here to live. You don't come here to pass away. There is no place like this. This is Nirvana. It's a documentary from 2020 called Some Kind of Heaven. Hmm. And it's apparently a really good documentary. It got some good critical uh, acclaim there. Uh, Well, they may have to make a sequel because there's some drama going on in the villages in Florida. Federal authorities have arrested a 77-year-old man for allegedly buying more than $1,800 in, let's call it Viagra, without a prescription and intending to traffic them in the Florida retirement community, the villages. Come on. This is a victimless crime here. 77-year-old man. This guy's a legend. He's just bringing the party. Defendant has pleaded not guilty to a misdemeanor charge, and he's agreed to have his case heard before a judge instead of a jury. If convicted, he faces up to a year in federal prison, which could be a life sentence at 77, and a fine of up to $10,000. Man, because he's doing everybody there a favor, because the the markups on Viagra, we all know Uh, are ridiculous, especially in America. I do know a guy. Those are valuable. They're valuable, they call them. (laughs) Valuable little uh, pills, those things. Yeah. Or Cialis. Sure, sure. What color is Cialis, Jim? I don't know. I think it's yellow. Yellow gold. Makes sense. Well, what happens next party here? Now that, like, what an odd, like, the next party at the villages is going to be a lower gear, I would say. (laughs) You know? I know a guy who uh, got his hands on a box of Cialis samples. Mm -hmm. I I don't know how he got them, but he used those things as currency for like three years. He never sold them, but he would trade them for goods and services. So, you know, if he was uh, getting an oil change and he noticed the guy behind the counter was... Maybe someone stressed out. Someone who might be able to use some Cialis, you know? <laughs> it's a hard topic to broach. Hey, uh, instead of charging me for that oil change, how about I just give you one of these? I would assume this guy's asking me out on a date if somebody's like, <laughs> hey, uh, you want a Viagra? No. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I could pay you to mow my lawn yeah. or I could give you this little blue pill. Uh, I'll take the cash, please, sir, and never call me again. The village is legendary. There are stories and rumors about the uh, the sex lives down there, uh, high rates of STDs. Yikes. 
Um, swingers, sex in public. Truly, though, if you're 82, are you really going to wear a condom? <laughs> you don't like, have to worry about the pregnancy part. 100%, and you've been if through so much. If you're doing it with people who also live in the villages. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But this guy has been caught. I don't know. Maybe, maybe somebody ratted him out. Maybe the one guy who can still get it up naturally in the oh. villages turned him into the authorities. God, he's going to be an alpha now. <laughs> the Taz and Jim Podcast. This is great. There's a new documentary about David Beckham on Netflix. And a clip from the documentary has gone viral. Everyone's talking about it. There's a moment where Victoria Beckham, David Beckham's wife, is talking about their upbringings in the UK. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to make it sound that like she was poor and she had a very tough upbringing. And then David Beckham sticks his head in the door and calls her out on it. Listen to this. I'm very close to my family. Yeah, I mean, I think also we both come from families that work really hard. Both of our parents work really hard. We're very working class. Be honest. I I am being honest. honest. I am being honest. What car did your dad drive you to school in? So my dad did, no, one my dad what well, car was it? Uh, it's not a simple answer what because what car did you get your dad to drive? It depends. No, 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 no. Okay, what in car? the 80s what? my dad had a Rolls-Royce. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, your nickname is Posh Spice. How yeah. poor could you possibly be? It's not working class spice. Yeah, yeah. I think she doesn't even know what the definition of working class... Like, she thinks that if your parents work, you're working class. Is that how that goes? Be honest. Be honest. I just love hearing super rich celebrity couples argue like my wife and I do. Yeah, I'd call my wife out on that if, uh, you know, or something like that if she was lying to the camera. It it is just funny, though, because, like, poor people or people with less money pretend to be rich. Like, they try to look rich, and then poor people pretend... Or, sorry, rich people then try to look poor or pretend to be poor. Yeah, yeah. It seems to be the way it works, eh? <laughs> be honest. It really gives you the impression that David Beckham was from a working class family because he wasn't letting that one slide. Yeah, yeah. He probably has real stories. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's walking to school. He had to fight like eight, eight different street gangs on his way to school every day. <laughs> street toughs? Yeah, no doubt. In Manchester? He wouldn't get any pudding unless he ate his meat. Is there That's a how working class David <laughs> yeah. Beckham was. We all know from Pink Floyd, right? <laughs> Rolls Royce, I don't know how expensive they are, but it does sound like the most expensive car yeah. too, right? over the top. <laughs> <laughs> like you could have said Cadillac and said maybe, but Rolls Royce, there's no two ways Even about it. Even the fact she's getting a drive to school in any car. Yeah. <laughs> Truly, if your dad has time to take you to work or to school in the morning, either he's completely unemployed, maybe, or he's got a job with a nice car where he can do it on his own. Dime. Yeah, a Rolls Royce. Yeah. She's not jumping on the tube, <laughs> not riding the underground. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. I'm very close to my family. Yeah, I mean, I think also we both come from families that work really hard. Both of our parents work really hard. We're very working class. Be honest. I, I am being Be honest. honest. He sticks his head in the door. I am being what honest. What did your dad drive you to school in? So my dad did, no, my dad, well, 
Uh, it's not a simple answer what because... What car did you get your dentist? <laughs> it depends. No, 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 no. Okay, in the 80s, my dad had a Rolls Royce. Okay, it was a helicopter. (laughs) It was a small personal helicopter. If it depends, it means your dad had multiple choices. (laughs) Which day of the week was it? Which car are we going to take today? Uh, Should we take the Rolls Royce (laughs) or the Honda Accord? (laughs) The Taz and Jim Podcast. Why do you think someone would try to smuggle giraffe poop into the United States, Jim? What would the practical use for giraffe poop be? Giraffe poop. Man, I got to say some sort of cosmetic thing or something. Aphrodisiac? Maybe, yeah. (laughs) It's like a rhino's horn. (laughs) Customs officials have seized giraffe poop from a traveler at the Minnesota airport. This happened earlier in the month. Say a traveler who arrived from Kenya had a box full of giraffe feces. Now, I'm looking at a picture of the box here. They are, they're very round, bulbous. Have you ever seen a giraffe's poop before? No, no. I pictured it skinny Long. but tall, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's round. It's round, yeah. Never uh, would have guessed. Round and pretty small. Huh. Like a rabbit. So the passenger says they declared the feces... And stated they obtained them in Kenya, and they brought them home because they planned to use the turds to make a necklace. Wow, they must be perfectly round. (laughs) (laughs) A string of pearls. Wow, if you hate strangers, it's a good way to keep people away from you. Yeah, she must be fun at parties. (laughs) I got a good... Okay, let me see this. Is it beautiful? (laughs) No, it's brown. It's a round, brown ball of poop. Sure, but I mean, a pearl is just basically clam feces, if you're thinking about it. And we wear those all the time. It's not shiny. Hmm. I have heard of uh, people doing crafts with cow patties. Wasn't there a woman who was selling, she'd take cow patties and turn them into clocks? Put like some sort of lacquer over them and... As a novelty kind of thing? As a novelty, she'd sell them on the side of the road. Yeah, I could I could see that, but there's one thing having it and lacquering it and sealing in the flavor and smell. It's another thing wearing it around your neck. <laughs> like, Did you realize how close your nose is to your yeah, neck? And, pretty, and I'm looking at it at the box. It looks like Tim Hortons Timbits, all chocolate. The chocolate was. It exactly looks like that. Perfect description. But that would be a great April Fool's Day joke too. If you're if you're smuggling in giraffe poop for a hilarious Canadian April Fool's Day joke. Kudos, lady. Put them in the Tim Hortons Timbit box. It's a good way to find out who's been stealing your Timbits at work. (laughs) (laughs) Quote, this is from the customs people. There's a real danger with bringing fecal matter into the United States. If this person had entered the U.S. and had not declared these items, there's a high possibility they could have contracted a disease from this jewelry (laughs) and developed serious health issues. She really should have made the jewelry before she came and then just worn it in. Yeah. Because it would just be the world's ugliest necklace, but you wouldn't assume it was anything like poop. How far, how long is the flight from Kenya to Minnesota? I wouldn't want to be sitting next to that lady. <laughs> she doing some arts and crafts? <laughs> With the giraffe poop necklace on. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. The Thanksgiving joke record for most Thanksgiving jokes told in 30 seconds currently is what jim kelly i believe eight 
And you don't Solid like that. Eight. You don't no. like that. You think you can do better here. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, valiant effort to whoever did that eight one. I haven't read up on the Guinness Book of World Records recently what the name of the guy is. I think he was from India, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now it's my turn. Nine is what I'm going for. Jim is shooting for nine Thanksgiving jokes in 30 seconds. Devin Peacock, you wanted to witness this. I think to make it official, we need two people in the room mm-hmm. when Jim breaks the record. So thank you for sticking around for this. Happy to happy to be the official uh, to help Jim get in the record books here. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah. Are you ready to go, Jim? Do you yes, need to sir. do any stretching, any nope. warm-ups? I'm ready. I've got the 30-second timer ready to go. I will start as soon as you begin the first setup. Hold on, hold on, actually. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry. Whoa, full start. Sorry. So much pressure. I Sorry, know, man. That was, uh, that was on me. Uh, you know what I didn't have ready to go? Hold on. The ding sound? No. This. Can't do a joke. Okay. Can't do a joke record without (laughs) that. Especially when they're really bad jokes. (laughs) (laughs) We need to let people know when they're supposed to laugh Mm -hmm. at these. Again, this is quantity, not quality. Yes. 30 seconds on the clock. Thanksgiving joke, world record attempt. Jim Kelly, when you're ready. What did the Thanksgiving pie urinate in during long road trips? What? A pecan. How did the computer make so many turkeys? How? Copy and paste. What was the pie's favorite tech company? What? Apple. Why couldn't the turkey leave the blackjack table? Because he was on a casserole. What did the disappointed mashed potatoes say? What? Good gravy. How come the turkey couldn't score a basket? How? He kept getting stuffed. How did the turkeys take over the hen house? Why? A coupe de top. Why did the pilgrims make such good pastries? Who? Because they were pioneers. Why did the pirates celebrate this weekend? What? Thanksgiving. What car did the dinner buns drive? Huh? A Rolls Royce. Eight was a record. I was going for nine. I got ten, baby. Ten. I didn't breathe once. (laughs) I'm dizzy. I'm seeing stars. You were going so fast that one rim shot hadn't ended by the time another rim shot would start. I didn't even know how to respond to your setup. None of the qualifiers made sense. Who, what, where, when, why? Didn't matter. You're going too fast. I just liked watching Jim motor through it while Tez is just like (laughs) trying to to press the button fast enough. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay, I got two leftovers here. Oh, and who doesn't love some Thanksgiving leftovers? Yes, of course. (laughs) Okay, the first one here, timely. How did Taylor Swift burn the Thanksgiving meal she used to date? With a dish track. Next, what crime scene? What did the crime scene investigator accuse the turkey of? Foul play. Good ones. Usually the leftovers are better. <laughs> you know, next day that cold turkey. <laughs> not not today. When you beat the record, I mean, I, I honestly, no I'm gonna have to review that. Like the, jo- you're going so fast, I missed all the jokes. Yeah, yeah, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> all originals. Jim wrote all those jokes himself. He is now the world record holder and open to challengers. Mm-hmm. You think you can do better? Bring it. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone, from Taz and Jim. <laughs> I wanna see you. This time of year, sports lovers dream. You got Major League Baseball playoffs. 
CFL heating up. You got the NFL regular season. Uh, NBA's just around the corner. Next week, NHL hockey gets underway with the regular season, Dev. It does. Uh, lots of uh, um, excitement for the season. We'll know soon who's on everyone because everyone has to be cap. Com- everyone's team. Everyone has to be cap compliant uh, on Monday. So uh, all the rosters will be set. So there are some teams that are a bit closer to the to the cap, like the Toronto Maple Leafs. They're going to have to make some big decisions um, in net up front. Uh, there's some interesting calls they're going to have to make to, to get uh, cap compliant. They've got. Uh, they're they're way over the cap, but because of injuries with uh, Jake Muzzin, with Matt Murray, that'll get them close, but they're not going to be able to carry the full 23 guys, at least to start the season, based on how tight they are on the cap. Nice win last night, though, for the Leafs. 4-3 in overtime against the Detroit Red Wings. Tyler Bertuzzi uh, scored for, uh, for the Leafs against his old team. William Nylander had the game winner. He's uh, playing for a new contract here. You know, the, the William Nylander situation is a really interesting one. He wants a, a, a big deal. He feels he's outperformed his current deal. I think he's right. Uh, but is he a $10 million plus a year guy? He thinks so. If he can score 40 goals again, he probably is. And word that it's not if, but when the NHL expands. Yes, uh, the NHL and the NFL both have 32 teams. And when you look at the NHL, the NFL, Major League Baseball, and the NBA, they are the two leagues with the most amount of teams. So for the NHL to grow beyond that, to me... I wouldn't do it, uh, but you're looking at a lot of money. So the the Seattle franchise, uh, their expansion fee was $650 million. Gary Bettman was asked this week what the expansion fee would be for a new team. He said a lot more. The Ottawa Senators just sold for $950 million, so you're talking about a billion dollars wow. for a franchise fee. Seattle must feel great about oh. getting a smoking deal. <laughs> Immediate return on investment. You've got Houston out there. You've got Atlanta. You've got Salt Lake City, the owner of the Jazz, really wants an NHL team. Hmm. And you've got Quebec City. They've got to sort out what's going to happen in Arizona. So that franchise could move somewhere else. Maybe they go to Salt Lake City. But then you got Houston and Atlanta potentially. And uh, yes, Quebec City, but Houston and Atlanta potentially as huge markets the NHL wants to be in. Could you have an uh, NHL team in Salt Lake City, though? Isn't that scientifically difficult? What do you mean? Well, salt water doesn't freeze. Oh, if it's the whole, yeah. Uh-oh. They didn't think of it. But they've already got the arena. They've got the arena. You know, the, the Jazz sometimes struggle to attract guys. I feel, though, that NHL players would love... Utah would love Salt Lake. It's like it's a beautiful city. Yeah, it's a beautiful the, the hunting, area. The fishing, the area. Like I think any the Salt NHL could Lake really do, could do really well there. <laughs> uh, we need to play this again here. If you didn't watch Thursday night football, the we go. Bears pulled one out. They haven't won in a year, basically, but they were able to dominate the Washington Commanders yesterday. Just as my four-year-old daughter, Amelia, called it, uh, she does football picks every week against Devin Peacock, and this is how she stuck to her guns yesterday, despite the fact I was trying to sway her. The Thursday Nighter's bound to be a classic here, Amelia. What do you think? The Chicago Bears or the Washington Commanders? Bears. You think the Bears are going to beat the Commanders? Yes. Daddy's trying to talk you out of it. Are you sure? Yes. 
You think the Bears haven't won a game in like 16 games? <laughs> do you think they're going to beat the Commanders? Yes. Okay. What do I know? What Welcome, do you know, Deb? Welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> I got a text message here from my uh, my buddy Tags. He's like, why didn't you tell me Amelia took the Bears? I'm out of my survivor pool now. <laughs> he took Washington last night, but... Hey, man, it's been a tough year to pick NFL games. There's been some big upsets and some close games. There have been, and uh, the Washington Commanders might be the new Bears. Like They're in complete disarray right now. I'd be sticking away from them. Still can't believe I'm saying this, but there's your halftime performers at this year's Grey Cup in Hamilton, November 19th. Green Day will be taking the field at the Donut Box. Pretty cool. Ticats have a game tomorrow night against the uh, Rough Riders on the road. Let's keep the momentum going here, mm-hmm. boys. After a big win over the Stampeders last weekend and a clinch for the playoffs, be nice to see the Ticats win again. Saturday night. Saturday's a a big day if you're a baseball fan as well. You got the uh, the playoffs starting now. Unfortunately for Blue Jays fans, tough one. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't work out. Yeah, yeah, close. Snuck into the wild card race, but that was as far as we got. Yeah, I I feel like just the way they. Uh, performed through the season. A lot of Jays fans weren't as upset as potentially they would have been if they had met expectations a little bit more. Well, I think it kind of set the tone Saturday night where they didn't get into the wild card round by winning. They lost, and then another <laughs> team lost, and they got it. So it was like <laughs> then you they lost again in. the next day. Yeah, so it was. They weren't riding a wave of momentum by any stretch. So tomorrow you got the Rangers Orioles series kicking off just after one o'clock. Then four forty-five Twins Astros. Phillies Braves at uh, 6.07 p.m. and then 9.20, the Diamondbacks versus the Dodgers. No Blue Jays to be seen. We got to give a kudos to a guy, a uh, Philadelphia Phillies fan. So apparently at Wednesday night's Phillies game, there was a non- an anonymous guy, and I've never heard of this before, he bought two rounds of beer for an entire section at the ballpark. Whoa. Section 103. They were the lucky ones. 352 seats. Drinks are 12 to $16. So this Whoa. fan probably spent about nine grand to treat everybody to two. What a hero. Not one but two. What and an and didn't hero. want any credit. Fans are saying they still don't know who the anonymous buyer is, but they would like to say thank you very much. Interesting. Who would it be? Would it be the guys from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? They love sports and beers. Maybe. I I don't know. Charlie Day? (laughs) Maybe. 
<laughs> or maybe an ex-player who's in the crowd watching just yeah. has a little bit of money and says, why not? Let's bring the vibe. Or maybe know. like a uh, severe alcoholic who refuses to drink alone. Yeah. <laughs> We're just enabling this yeah. guy. I wasn't going to have one, but look, everyone else in our section is having one, honey. <laughs> yeah. One for me, 9000 for you. <laughs> oh, look, they're having another one. <laughs> $9,000 is what it costs, 352 seats in the section. Mm. <laughs> Seriously, you do that. If you did that in Toronto, you'd have to take out a second mortgage or probably a fourth mortgage at this point if yeah. you're living in Toronto <laughs> to buy beers for everybody. But kudos to you. The Taz and Jim Podcast. And as great as last night was for the Chicago Bears, it's been a rough week. NFL Hall of Famer Dick Buckus has died. One of the most feared linebackers in the history of the sport died in his sleep this week at age 80. He played for the University of Illinois before uh, heading over to the NFL for nine seasons from 1965 to 1973, all with the Chicago Bears. First ballot Hall of Famer in 1979, and then he moved on to acting. He uh, appeared on TV shows like Blue Thunder and My Two Dads. Uh, he was famous for doing those uh, Miller Lite commercials back in the day with mm-hmm. Bubba Smith. I don't know, Jim, if you're a little too young to remember these. We're not just a couple of animals who can only play football. We can be civilized, too. Tennis is sophisticated, but you still got to be fast on your feet. So we still drink light beer from Miller. It's got a third less calories than the regular beer, and it's less filling. And it really tastes great. Now that we've played singles, we're looking for a nice, friendly game of doubles. Tennis, anyone? (laughs) You just don't get the athletes promoting beer like you used to, eh? (laughs) Hey, we like playing uh, football, but we also love crushing beers. We're two famous beer drinkers. I believe it. I love it. Buckus like sounds so Chicagoan too. And a beers. He hey, says a beers. I love a beers. <laughs> oh boy, tastes great. Less filling. <laughs> tastes great. Less filling. Rest in peace, Dick Buckus. One of those names too. Whenever you heard it, especially when I was young, it would make me giggle. Oh, yeah. I, I had heard the name probably a decade before I realized who the guy was. Yeah. It was just a funny name that went around the, the, the schoolyard. Dick Buckkiss. You're going to grow up to be a tough SOB with yeah. that name. Hey, bud. You know, interesting stuff happens in the country, too, Some sometimes. So I guess she's time for the rural report. But rural? Rural report. Rural report. There we go, bud. When something is happening in a small town, we like to tell you about it here. And who better to do that than the pride of small town Mitchell, Ontario? Our own Jim Kelly. Jim, we're taking a trip down Harry Dick Road today? (laughs) Yeah. You know, what a journey. What a journey it will be. Ever heard of Eganville, Ontario, Taz? I haven't, no. Yeah, we're going northeast here. It's about 125 kilometers outside of downtown Ottawa. And yes, there is a road there called Harry Dick Road. (laughs) Named after a specific fella whose family has been there for five generations. This was a gravel road for years. And then Uh like in the 80s and 90s when they started putting up all them 911 numbers, they realized they had to give the road a name. 
I hear when the family settled, it was quite overgrown in that area. Yeah, they trimmed it back and Harry Dick sprouted. Um, so since the 80s and 90s, this road has been called Harry Dick Road. The guy's name is specifically John Henry Dick. Henry and Harry, short form, yeah. kind of nicknames for. An but interesting choice. It's an interesting choice. It makes me wonder, when the hell did that name become funny? Because in the 80s and 90s, I'm pretty sure it meant the same thing. Like, you think back to, oh, a detective used to be called the Dick. When did that become funny? If my last name was Dick, I'd be telling people to call me Henry. <laughs> Right? For sure, for sure. Even <laughs> unless, in the early 80s. Unless you got a wicked sense of humor, which I have a feeling Harry Dick did. You must at that point. But of course, so do the other people in the area. They also had a good sense of humor. And about three to four of these Harry Dick road signs would go missing every single year. The locals started getting ticked off about it. Uh, they tried many ways to deter the thieves. Uh, they tried uh, electrifying the pole. They tried greasing the steel pole to make it too slippery to, to steal. And here I was thinking all the poles are greasy on Harry Dick Road. <laughs> but the recent township council meeting, they said, okay, well, maybe we'll, we'll, uh, we'll put uh, a camera on it. The camera gets stolen along with the, uh, the, the solar panel that was powering the cam- camera. Well, that's what they get for hiring Randy Ball's security systems. <laughs> of course. Should have known. <laughs> Uh, and they also said, even Mayor Murphy, the local mayor, says even the, the road nearby, Hussey Road, that that name, uh, that sign gets stolen all the time. So they just got a serious problem. So the residents of the area all got together, consulted, and they eventually settled on a new name for the road. And it's actually going to be named after the local hairless bird population you can see and hear in the area. So it will now be known as Bald Pecker Line. <laughs> that should solve that the problem. That should solve it. No thieves will want that. <laughs> the Taz and Jim Podcast. Heading into a Thanksgiving long weekend. If you're doing some traveling to go see some family this weekend, this could be good news for you. According to uh, Dan McTagg, the president of Canadians for Affordable Energy, price of gas is expected to drop further today. Maybe six cents a liter down across the Taz and Jim listening area. Right on. They're saying the bulk of southern Ontario, including Toronto, Ottawa, Hamilton, London, and Barrie, will see a dip due to nervous economic headwinds. So is there's that a weather pattern? What is? <laughs> there's the bad news. Okay. Price of gas may be coming down, but we're screwed in every yeah. other category. Yeah. Huh. The, the general threat of higher interest rates is what that means, Jim. And that 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 makes the price of gas change. Nothing makes sense to me when it comes to the price of gas. Are you uh, locked in? Did you go variable or did you go uh, uh, fixed rate when you? Renegotiated I did variable. Yeah, variable. Not good. So that thing's shooting Every, up now, eh? Not it's sh- it shot up about a year ago. It started shooting up and it hasn't shot up recently, I don't think. But it's like twice as expensive as it was a year and a half ago, my mortgage rate or my mortgage payment. Twice as much? I'd say it's almost almost double. Wow. N- not quite, maybe 70% more, something like that, but it's not cool. Every mortgage person I talked to said, "Get on the variable." I'd been hearing that for years, but I'm such a nervous Nelly. I always locked in. 
Yeah, I just I was kind of naive, so I just trust the mortgage person. I mean, maybe they weren't wrong. If they would have told me that 10 years ago, they probably would have yeah. been right for I a five-year term. historically, that was the way to go. Yeah. Every it, 25 years, you get the apple cart turned over, and the people who are on the variable get screwed over. But other than that, it generally works out. And it's too late now. You don't want to lock in at the, the current rate, so you got to... Just ride the wave until it comes back down, which, yeah, you know, hopefully is sooner than later. Now, technically, if I stu- st- stuck with a, I mean, if things balance out like they have in the past, if I stuck with a variable for 25 years, it might all come out in the wash, but it's going to take 20 years for that to happen. You know what I mean? So whatever. Yeah. You know what mortgage translates to, right? Yes. Yes. Death tax or death Death contract. Contracts? Yeah. Well, people are doing like 47-year mortgages now, 90-year mortgages in the States, I've heard. Basically, it is a death contract, just so people can get in the door of owning a home. What was the thing on social media you were reading me? I don't think we were talking about this on the air, but you said some woman posted that if her mother uh, went down, she wouldn't resuscitate, so so she'd be able to afford to buy a home? Yeah, I forget. <laughs> it was like New York Times. No, no, no. It was a, it was a British... But it wasn't it was, a joke. It was an opinion article in a British newspaper slash tabloid. It's hard to tell the difference between the two sometimes, but yeah, it was an article about how if her parents or mom dies, she's going to put do not resuscitate because she needs the money to buy a home. That's how sad the world is right now. Or just this person's (laughs) opinion, but still. It's true, though. She could just be making a point. How else can people who aren't in the housing market get into the housing market at this point you're making a point until your mom reads the article (laughs) and And leaves everything to your brother yeah exactly (laughs) jokes on you